Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah, and we are so thankful to have you in the house today, and we are so blessed and honored to be in your house or your office or wherever it is you're watching this. We're just thankful that you're getting the Word of God. You know, Sarah and I have built our lives, our family, and our ministry all on the Word of God. And if there's any success, any victory whatsoever, it's because of God and it's because of His faithfulness to His Word and His faithfulness to work His Word in our lives just because we believe it, just because we take Him at His Word. So you getting the Word of God into your life today is the most important thing you do all day long. And we're just thankful that you're spending this time with us. You know, Sarah, in just a moment, we're gonna pray together, get back into the Word. We've been, um, over the last couple of weeks, in a, in a series um, talking about entering into the rest of God. Um, before we get into that, though, I wanna just make sure that anybody who's watching this that doesn't already have the Legacy Studios app, we wanna make sure you have this app. Uh, over 20,000 people now, I believe, have downloaded this and they're looking at it. That's Many awesome. of them are looking at it every single day because uh, from this app, you can go back and watch um, old broadcasts, the archive broadcasts of Legacy Television. You can read past issues of the Legacy Letter. Connect with us on this app. If there's something that you want us to be in agreement with you on, you need prayer, this is a great way to get in touch with our team here at Pearson's Ministries. And we love hearing from you. We love praying with you. And we love getting your testimonies, answered prayer. I mean, nothing is more exciting to us than God doing what he said he would do in the lives of not just our family, but our partner family all over the world. So make sure you get the Legacy Studios app. Amen. Sarah, let's pray together today. Would you mind just yeah. praying over our time in the yeah. Word and then we'll get right back into it. Go Father, we love you today. Thank you for your Word. That is life and it's light to us and it's medicine to us. And we receive your Word with an open heart today. Show us what we need to see. Teach us what we need to see. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into our families, into our lives, into our homes today, into our hearts to do the work that only you can do. We receive it from you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you've got a Bible today, I want you to go back where we began a couple of weeks ago in this series on entering the rest of God. Actually, we're calling it the rest of your life. This is what Jesus has made available to us. It's a life of rest. It's a life free from stress. And maybe I shouldn't say free from stress because stress is there, but it doesn't have to get in you. It yeah. doesn't have to have the same effect on you that it's having on millions of people all over the world. So we're talking about living in the rest of your life. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, I did some broadcasts and you weren't here, but I talked about how to rest more and stress less. Yeah. And, and I shared with the people that even if these cameras weren't rolling, I'd be preaching this to myself. Because you know, I mean, in this stage we're in right now in our life, with the kids, with the ministry, uh, there's a lot going on. And we've had to kind of pick ourselves up <laughs> off the floor sometimes and just shake ourselves a little bit and say, we've got to enter in back into the rest of God because it's these little things, you know? We talked about just the, the schedule of what it is to have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Many of you have kids, some the same age, some older, some younger, but you know exactly what I'm talking about, what it is to have these schedules where they're got to be at school and there's stuff before school, there's stuff after school. And it's the little things like this all the way up to major financial challenges in your life or major health issues in your life. We've been there, we've faced all of that stuff. And the fact is, 
these things come in the lives of believers the same way they do in the lives of unbelievers. But the difference is how we respond to them. Will you respond in faith? Will you enter into the rest of God? Or will you let these things affect you the same way they affect millions of others of people around the world? And uh, you and I are called to live a different life. We're not called to walk according to the course of this world. So these things that are causing health issues in people, these things that are causing marriages to dissolve and break up, these things that are driving wedges between parents and children, it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be that way in the lives of believers. It doesn't have to be that way in the lives of people who will trust God and enter into this rest that Jesus invited us to. So in Matthew chapter 11, let's just briefly talk about this again. If you missed any of the broadcasts from before, just go download them from the app or watch them at pearsonsministries.com. But listen to this invitation Jesus extended in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I mean, that's an, that's an invitation Thank you, Lord. to everybody. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody that I know that life wouldn't be characterized by that. I mean, everybody's working hard. Everybody has got stuff on their minds, stuff in their hands, stuff to do, stuff to get done. And of course, he's addressing this labor and this heavy burden. He's addressing it first spiritually, but everything spiritually manifests naturally. Mm-hmm. And if you and I will learn to rest on the inside. Yeah learn to enter into this kind of rest that he's extending to us, then these same things naturally that have been stressors and been heavy burdens, we'll we'll find that he's taken the care of this Mm -hmm. and we can live life without carrying that care, without carrying that burden. But this invitation, just like any invitation, has to be responded Mm -hmm. to. I was thinking back on that day just a few weeks ago where we had three different birthday parties on the same Saturday (laughs) from kids in justice class and 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 work friends and all of that. And at the bottom birthday parties were supposed to be fun. They are fun unless there's three in a row on the same day. It's like, hi, happy birthday, we gotta go. Here's your present. Yeah. (laughs) But on the bottom of every one of those invitations was that RSVP. Yeah. Somebody to call, some email to respond to. And I think that that same thing could be applied to what Jesus has offered us here. This RSVP to this invitation of rest. His invitation is just that. It's an invitation. You have to respond to it. You have to reply to it in faith. Let's go and look at what he said in Matthew chapter 6. I want to begin reading here in verse 25. Again, we're talking about entering into this rest for our lives. Listen to what he said here in Matthew 6, 25. He said, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. These two little words, do not, they could be translated, maybe even should have been translated as stop it. I think there are translations that bear that out. It's some of the most prohibitive, strongest prohibitive language that he could have used in this context. Stop worrying. This isn't a try to stop. This isn't a do your best to stop. This is a command out of the mouth of the Son of God. Stop worrying about your life. Now, if Jesus, the Son of God, tells you to stop doing something and then you go ahead and do it anyway, what's that called? It's sin. 
That's sin. So when Jesus said, stop worrying and you choose to go ahead and worry some more, that's the sin of worry. And I know sometimes people hear that and they think, well, that, that, that's not a sin. Worry's just natural. And to that, I say, you're exactly right. It's just natural. There's nothing supernatural taking place. It's just natural. And that's why we're called to live above this. But what's interesting about what he began saying here in verse 25 and what we're gonna read through over the next several verses is if you back up to verse 24, you find out that the whole context of this is what he said about serving God or serving mammon. He said, you cannot serve both. And of course, mammon's not just money, it's, it's money as a God. It's money personified. So what he's saying to us here about not worrying about our lives came out of the context of people under financial pressure. And I guess that was as true this day as it is now. People live under that burden of what are we gonna do about our finances? What are we gonna do about our money? There's, there's too much month and not enough money. You know, there's too much need and not enough supply. And, and Jesus is saying to you here, even in the middle of that, listen, you're either gonna serve money as a God or you're gonna serve God as a God, but it won't be both. If you're gonna serve God, then you're gonna have to stop worrying about your life. Let's keep going. He said in verse 25, stop worrying about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink. Stop worrying about your body, what you will put on. And he asked this question, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? He said in verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. And then he asks this all important question. He said, are you not of more value than they? These are not just rhetorical questions that Jesus expects you and I to hear and then just glance at and move on. No, these are questions that you need to be able to answer. And he said, you need to look at the birds. If you're worried, let me, let me speak right now to anybody watching this broadcast who is worried about your finances, specifically. If you're worried about what are you gonna do about your finances, you're worried about where's it gonna come from, and that's been on your mind nonstop, here's what you need to do. Stop what you're doing. Didn't he say stop it? Stop it. Go outside and look in the sky and find some birds and stand there for a minute and look at them. Do you know how hard this is to do for people in our culture to actually take some time out and go outside and just look? We don't wanna take time to do that. Why? We got all this stuff to do. But if Jesus said, look at the birds, what do you think we ought to do? Look at the birds. And what is specifically he want us to see? He, well, he wants us to see that um, they're not sowing, they're not reaping, they're not gathering into barns. And yet our heavenly father feeds them. And he asks us this question are you not of more value than they? So as you're standing outside today, just looking up, looking for some birds, you're out there bird watching, ask yourself this question, are their needs met? And they are, Jesus said they are. And then ask yourself this next question, am I more valuable to God than they are? And the, the answer is yes. The answer is you and I, are so valuable and precious to God. And Sarah, what do we do with the things that are most valuable to us in our home? Our children, they are so much more valuable than anything we have. What do we do with our kids? We provide for them. 
We take care of them. And that's what God does with the things that are most valuable to him, which is you and me. He takes the care. He provides for them. So really the first step into casting care is finding out how valuable you are to God. If you've got money worries right now, you need to unhook from that for a minute and hook up to this thought and this revelation, I am so valuable to him. I'm so valuable to him. We could spend a lot of time there, but just go on to verse 27. He asked this question, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Which of you by worrying, we might say it like this, how could you make yourself even an inch taller by worrying about being short? <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy to see a little tiny guy just, just over in the corner somewhere, just all just worried and sweating and trying hard? And you, and you ask, what are you so worried about? And he says, I, I want to be taller. Well, worrying about it is not what makes you taller. Worrying about it isn't what causes you to grow. And that's foolish to think that somebody would do that, but it's just as foolish to think that worrying about money is gonna add even $1 to you. It's just as crazy, pastors, listen to me, listen to me. It's just as crazy to think that worrying about church growth is gonna add even one member to your congregation. It's crazy. Jesus said, worry doesn't add anything to you. Right on the other hand, it takes away. Worrying about your finances is not adding financial growth to you. It's actually taking it away. So instead of worrying about it, what are we supposed to do? Verse 28, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. So the first thing he told us to do was what? Look at the birds. Mm -hmm. The second thing he tells you to do is while you're outside there looking at birds, go ahead and stop. Remember, stop and look at the lilies. Consider the lilies. As a matter of fact, I think this message today, I'm just going to call it lessons from the lilies just looking at them. And he said, look at how they grow. He said, he wants you to study how they grow. But then this is what he said. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Isn't that interesting, Sarah, that he told us, this is how they grow, but it's by what they don't do. So he started this whole thing off by, you can't add anything to you by worrying. So the, the question here is, how do we add to us? How do we add to our lives financially? How do we add to our lives um, in, in anything, in peace and in joy? How do we add materially to our lives? How do we add anything to us? Well, number one, you know, it's not by worrying. And Jesus said, consider the lilies. Take a lesson from the lilies. Look how they grow. Look how they're added to by the fact that they neither toil nor spin. They grow by what they don't do. That's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you, is, is there any thought or anything that comes to your mind when you think about this, about just people who feel like they, to, to grow in any area of life that they've got to do all these different things when really the answer may not be do more, it might be do less. Uh, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is where we were just at in Matthew, where he gives us the invitation to rest. Yeah. And then he says, come to me and if you're heavy laden and I will give you rest. But if you keep reading, it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart. 
That's that's humility. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I have written down here in my Bible, humility brings rest, but pride is a lot of work. Yeah, that's good. And it's true. It's true. Pride, I guess, would be saying, I got to figure all this out. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, if we had time, we'd go over and look at it. But in 1 Peter 5, where it talks about casting your care on the Lord, the verses before that talk about being clothed with humility mm-hmm. because God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And that's where it says, therefore, cast your care onto him. So if casting your care is humility, like you're saying to us here, then carrying your care mm-hmm. is pride. Yeah. And it's pride to look at your situation, whether it be financially, whether it be in your body, your health, or in any area of your life. It's pride to look at it and say, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make this right. I'm going to figure this out. But humility, on the other hand, would say, Lord, look at the mess I've made. (laughs) And I need your help. I'm calling on you. I cast the care of this thing over onto you. You know the shape I'm in financially. You know what we need in our lives. But instead of worrying about it, instead of pacing the floor, I'm going to do exactly what Jesus said do here. I'm going to do exactly what Sarah's reading about. And I am going to learn of you, cast all my care and just humble myself humble myself at the feet of Jesus and cast my care onto him. And he's inviting you to enter the rest. He's really inviting you to enter a place of faith. Because Mm -hmm. if you're a person at rest, you are a person of faith. You got some joy about you. It's proof that you are in faith over whatever you're dealing with. And he he invites us to enter the rest. That's what he's doing. And think of that such a thing in Hebrew where it talks about how faith is a rest. And... In the Old Testament, they limited God because they would not enter the rest. So he's inviting us to enter into that place of rest, enter into that place of faith where we're trusting him fully, casting all our care on him. It's it's funny, there's not a day that goes by where you don't have an opportunity to fear, Mm -hmm. an opportunity to carry the care, opportunity to carry the weight. It comes all the time. We are living, if you could open your eyes and see the spiritual world, you would see pressure coming at you on every side. No wonder you feel it sometimes. True. But the, the catch is to recognize it and say, I'm not gonna go that way. I'm not gonna carry the care. I'm instead gonna enter the rest. I'm gonna come to Jesus yeah. and let his presence wash over me. Let his presence fill me up again. Give me strength. Mm-hmm. Be filled up again with him. And it, it just takes, you have to go to him. You know, you said something just then that I really think is the, a big key to living in the rest. You said you, when you recognize it coming, you go to him and you say. Yeah. See, what Jesus said here was stop worrying about your life saying. Well, that's what it talks about um, when the Bible tells us to be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Speaking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And Psalms, hymns, yeah. spiritual songs. You have to do Something else. There's always two ways you can go. You're at a crossroads and you have to choose that crossroad. You're going to go down that flesh path or you're going to go down that spirit path. Yeah. And that spirit path is, hey, I choose to enter the rest. I say it. You're going to have to say it. I say it, yeah. You take a worried thought and how do you know you've taken it? Because now it's coming out of your mouth. Well, how do you take a faith thought? You, you, you find it in the word and then you speak it out of your mouth. Yeah. I'm not going to take this worry thought. I'm going to take my resting thought and I'm going to say out loud, you 
are the one that carries my care. You are the one that lifts this heavy burden off of me. And I was thinking about this. You know, he said, consider the lilies. These are our lessons from the lilies. How, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Um, of course, I know spinning here in the sense of making your own clothes, but I thought, what a great picture of how most people are living their lives right now, spinning <laughs> just in circles, oh, yeah. round and round and round, thinking that this is what's causing growth, thinking that if I don't do this, there's not going to be growth. And Jesus is saying, you're coming about this yeah. in the wrong way. They grow by not toiling. Yeah. They grow by not spinning. And that's why he said, he went on to say, I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you Oh, you of little faith. So here's an indicator, an indicator of what level your faith is at. Worry is an indicator of itsy bitsy faith. But rest, rest is an indicator of strong faith. Strong faith. And I was thinking about what the Lord said and what the psalmist said back in the book of Psalms, and I think it's the 115th Psalm, in verse. Verse 12, it says, the Lord has been mindful of us. Well, this is what Jesus is saying here. He goes on in Matthew 6 and says, your heavenly father knows all the things you have need of. That's what the psalmist said. The Lord is mindful of us. He will bless us. He'll bless the house of Israel. He'll bless the house of Aaron. And he'll bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. Verse 14, may the Lord give you increase more and more you and your children. Where's my increase going to come from? If I don't do this, if I don't labor, if I don't toil, if I don't spend, where's my increase going to come from? It's going to come from him. Yeah. That's what makes us different. We yeah. believe that our God is a God of miracles and will provide for anyone who puts faith in him. You have to do this in every area of your life. Yeah. I'm noticing with our children, there's so many days when I'm thinking, Lord, what else do I need to do? What else can I do to help this situation? Uh, how can I help them feel better? Or Lord, what is it that they need right now? Yeah. Healing wise, or what can I do to fix it? And I, you, can, you have to catch yourself sometimes thinking, uh, thinking about what can you do? Right. And the truth is that parenting is a partnership with God. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we do in life should be a partnership with Him. We are not, we are not meant to do this thing on our own. Yeah. And so to go to him with everything, that's what Jesus is saying. Come to me. Yeah. You can't do this on your own. Come to me yeah. and I'll give you rest. Well, I'll provide for you. I'll provide the healing. I'll so do good. the work. Yeah. We got to take these lessons from the lilies. We're going to grow, but it's not going to be by our own toil, not by our own sweat, and certainly not by our spinning. We will grow when we rest. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.